All right, Nat, okay. so Nat, Nat, you're not muted. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome <laughs> to episode two of Scoundrels of the New Republic, the Star Wars time show D&D extravaganza. I am Nick Caminita, your DM for this session, and I'm joined by my incredible friends and players, hey, Jared thanks, Middleton, <laughs> who will be playing Sert Dorkoth. Uh, Trevor Williams, who will be playing Zavu Gaz, and Matt Haywood, who will be playing Matt Lou, the Ewok. Uh, Chief Matt Lou, the Ewok. Um, for those of yep, you who yep. have not seen the first two episodes of our D&D extravaganza, you can go to the Star Wars Time Show YouTube channel. That's where we have episode zero, which is the official introduction to our characters in their first meeting, as well as their first mission. And then episode one, which is where we are picking up from right now. Uh, so for a quick recap for our players and for our viewers, uh, in episode one, our crew landed on Tatooine in need of a slicer to uh, scramble some of the codes, fix their, their transponder signals on a stolen ship that they had just escaped from, uh, from Bandamir with. Uh, the crew went on a quick mission across the Bomar Flats on Tatooine to free this slicer named Crepo, a Tordarian slicer named Crepo, from a scrapyard where he was being imprisoned by a Nikto gang. Uh, the group was able to successfully extract Crepo from the scrapyard, but in the process of doing so may have caused a bit of a, a, a kerfuffle that they couldn't stick around for. Uh, as much as Zavu wanted to, to try to save and help as many of the people as possible that were in that, that scrapyard prison, uh, it was getting too hairy for the crew and they had to get out as quick as possible. Uh, so we are picking up uh, episode, official episode two, in the middle of the Bomar Flats, as Zavu, Matlu, and Sirt are riding off on their speeders away from the the sounds of blaster fire and shouts of those left behind in the scrapyard they continue their journey unseen as the the uh the battle at the scrapyard is providing a huge distraction for them to get away unscathed as the group travels Along into the Bomar Flats, we come to our first night. They will have to spend one night in the Bomar Flats before they can get back to their ship and have Crepo work his slicing magic. Uh, so as you guys pull off to the side, find a small alcove very close to the one that you guys slept in. Your first uh, run through the Bomar Flats. Is there any conversation, any questions that you guys have? Uh, to talk amongst yourselves uh, before you head off for a night's rest. Zavu, me know you wanted to save them, but we did the right thing. Got Toydarian. Well, we did the right thing for us, but do we do the right thing for those people? Sometimes you have to think beyond yourself a little bit sometimes, Matlu. Chief Matlu only thinks of Matlu and sometimes Sirt. Sometimes. Hmm. What? Hey, um, might be while you're not still on uh, your planet. Zavu, after this, maybe Zavu we can, smart. Um, maybe we can do, you know, pull us all together sometime and head back there and save everyone. 
I think we should do that think, at some point. I think we should do that, Seth. Hopefully. Chief Chirpa, no like Matlu, would take lots of work. Maybe Zavu could help, though. We'll see. Right now, we've got to get this guy back. And uh, we need to take a break. Have we Quite had so. second dinner yet? As you guys are sitting amongst yourselves talking, Crepo, the Tordarian, is also sitting there looking pretty, pretty exhausted, pretty sun scarred, uh, pretty hungry. Yeah. He looks over and 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 asks, uh, "Does any anybody have food for me? I, I'm starving. I'm hot. My skin's blistered. It's been a rough time out there. Thank you for saving me, but uh, I could use a little bit of food." And I assume you guys need something from me. Uh, I have we haven't discussed that yet, but uh, thanks for the breakout. Well, we did, we have seven day rations. I have that in my inventory, and um, I don't think it's going to take us seven days to get back to our ship and all that. It so will yeah, not. we've There's definitely only, got something to spare. Yeah. So you hand Crepo a, a ration pack. Uh, and that includes like a a small cup of water and just some very standard rations that could get you through a day. And and he just like immediately takes it and just starts shoveling everything into his mouth, not even really like looking up to say hi, barely taking a moment to breathe, uh, just getting as much food in his face as possible. Uh, and after about five minutes or so of just furiously shoveling food into his face, he looks up and he says, so, so what, what, what do you guys need from me? I mean, I, clearly you didn't just break me out for the, for the hell of it. Uh, is, you need my uh, expertise, I assume. Zavu, you deal with him. Chief Matlu, not good at negotiation. <laughs> well, I don't know how much negotiation we have to do. We just broke the man out of a slave true, situation. True. But uh, hopefully... He's grateful enough, and maybe with a few credits in his pocket to help us out. We've got a situation, my friend, that we've been told you can help us with. Who uh, told you that? We need to... Uh, a source. A friend. A friend of yours. Okay. Possibly. A friend, Zavu, say. use your finger thing if it gets too gif difficult. <laughs> I, I'll keep my fingers to myself. Somebody that, <laughs> somebody that wanted you out, and we got you out. Okay. So you want to know what we need okay. from you or what? What do you need? So, word on the Tatooine, Moss Eisley streets says that uh, you know a thing or two about slicing and maybe potentially changing some, you know, um, starship chain codes. Hmm. Maybe I do. Maybe that's why I was here. But you know what? For a prison break, I could probably do some light slicing work for you guys. Appreciate the save. Uh, what are we talking about here? What kind of... Is it a ship? What kind of ship are you guys dealing with? What kind of ship is it again, guys? What ship are we dealing with? <laughs> <laughs> it no, is a, I don't have that in my We are dealing with an IPV-1 Modified System Patrol Craft Class 3. I forgot Matt Lou was um, so good with <laughs> ship models. <laughs> <laughs> 
Matt Lou okay. also pretty, loves Chewbacca. Pretty standard ship. Uh, what what do you need the 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 coach changed for? Is it uh, you guys ripped it off of somebody, or y'all are just looking for a new name? We just kind of need him I th- changed. I think we'll, we'll we'll keep we'll keep that information to ourselves yeah, for now. We just kind of need him changed. You can help us. The less you know, the better for you, Toy Darian. Or we can bring you back. Okay. Yeah. Don't want to know too much. Get myself wrapped up in something that may come back and bite me. So. That's yeah. true. You don't want to really know. Smart Toy Darian. Yeah. Okay. If you're gonna help us, do it. Be on your way. Say nothing. That's what I'm good at, saying nothing. So We could pop, yeah, probably you even up. drop you off on another planet if you would like. I may take you up on that offer. Are you from here? Depending on where you guys are headed after Tatooine. Uh, we'll, keep, we'll keep in contact. And from the looks of you guys, I feel like I may know who, who sent you my way. Was it Rayla? My good friend Rayla. Do you have any spice on you? <laughs> he looks over at you, kind of tilts his head. He says, do you, do you see where I just came from? <laughs> do you think that I could have spice on me there? Yeah. Uh, my I know bad. that Ewoks don't make it very far <laughs> off of uh, off of the, the, the forest moon over there. Yeah, no. Nah. But... <laughs> But yeah, that, no no spice on me now. Do you want some spice? Because we got some. Please, please excuse oh, our, our friend Matt Lou <laughs> right now. He's, um, he's a little excited. If you're offering, I'll take it. Yes. Sorry, sir. Zavu, continue the discussions. <laughs> That's fine for tonight. Tomorrow, let's keep our friends sober. Now that the spice has been brought up, why don't we toss in a little bit of the spices payment? For this slicing job. Oh, yub Just nub. for personal use. Nothing for me to sell. Toydarian, you heard Zavu earlier. The prison's right behind us. You're really going to take me back? You guys I saw think, what was going on over there. Do you have it in you we, to turn me back I think in? we can afford a little bit of spice. I don't know about that, but I have battle axes that are getting warm in my hands right now. Okay, uh, Matt, I will... You make an intimidation Yes! With a that. word? <laughs> I, was, I was just going to say... Plus zero hey, intimidation. Okay. As long as, as long as things go as planned with our, our, our chain codes being <laughs> sliced and all that stuff, yeah, sure, I think we might be able to offer a little bit. What was your intimidation check, Matt? What dice do I need to roll? Oh, yeah. The 20. Okay. The 20, yeah. <laughs> 14. Oh. 14. He looks at you as you kind of like rest your hand on the hilt of your tech, tech axes. <laughs> and he says, you know what? Spice is everywhere. I can get spice other places. So <laughs> Good. Uh, right. Good. I nice like that time. answer. Let's just uh, let's just focus on you know getting out of the sand pit <sighs> and, and, and back to civilization. Um, and as he says that, he kind of uh, rolls over in the sand, lays down his head, and, and, and starts to drift off to sleep. Um, as we go into our night's rest, we'll we'll go into our uh, do a quick round of 
uh, of watches for the night, and then we'll be off on our standard journey back home. So, uh, who wants to take the first watch? There are just three three watches. I'll start. I'll take it. Okay. So please, cert, if you can give me a perception check. And that's just rolling you the twenty-sided dice and then adding your perception to it. Um, sorry, it's gonna take me a sec. Since last time we did it, where is my your perception perception is negative one. Yep. Okay. Um, ten minus the one, so we got a nine. Nine. Uh, it's been a long day, you guys, and then not only a long day, a long couple of days. You guys have been basically racing through just sand desert flats, no sun cover, out in the sun all day. You're you guys are exhausted to say the very least. So you're not keeping too much of a watchful eye, but considering that this is all flat desert ground, and you guys have found a small alcove for uh, to tuck yourself into for the night. There's there's nothing that you see on the horizon that would be a threat to you immediately. Uh, so your watch goes off uh, with with no issues. Uh, who is going to take second watch? I'll take the second watch. Okay, Zavu, go ahead and give me a perception check. Oh, perception check. Um, okay. Plus two. Yep. Uh, That is a a 13. 13. Um, You are sitting up doing, you know, a little bit of meditation, centering yourself, kind of coming to terms with what just happened. Um, There's a lot. In fact, as, as you're sitting here, keeping your watch, you're up by yourself. Everybody else is asleep. What's kind of running through your head after this first interaction that you guys have had on Tatooine and, and, and what went down at the scrapyard? Well, still feeling a little guilty about leaving people behind, especially with the sound of gunfire happening afterwards. But I can't imagine, at least I'm telling myself, I can't imagine that they'd be killing their workforce. I mean, except, you know, out of intimidation for the, the majority of them. And I'm a little uh, disconcerted about the company I'm keeping right now. But, you talking uh, about me, Zavu? That I've drawn. You're asleep, Matt. Not talking at all. This is in his yeah. head. <laughs> um, but this is this is the lot I've drawn, and I'm going to make the best out of it. Yes. As, for the time being, anyway, uh, to, to further my goals. Uh, right now, you... I'm a little broke. So. Yeah. yeah. Low on funds, uh, traumatic experience, one on top of many that you've experienced in your life. Um, As you sit and take in the desert surroundings, you do see uh, speeder patrols kind of passing along the flats heading past your location. Um, you, You have a pretty good idea that these are probably at least some of the Nictos that were a part of the, the scrapyard, um, potentially looking for you guys, uh, potentially uh, just going out and, and, and looking for more scrap to add to their, to their haul. Uh, but you do see them pass by. You get no inkling that there is someone 
that has eyes on you. You feel like you guys are pretty well tucked away in this area. And as you close out your night's watch and you go into your meditation for the night, close your eyes and connect yourself to the force essence on this planet, Tatooine, been here before in a, in a very pass-through type of sense, but you've never really spent enough time here to connect to the essence of the force on this planet. And as you sit down, you have a very similar experience to the one that you had on Bandemir. Your eyes close, your vision swirls, and you see this planet through the eyes of force users that have come before you on here, on Tatooine. The first thing you see is through the eyes of a child looking throughout a open desert landscape, sand in front of him and holding someone's hand. And as he looks up, you see the face of a woman, brown hair tied into a bun, wearing a long brown shawl. And you see, uh, her walking him towards a pod racing yard where he walks off with tools in hand and starts to tinker with a pod racer that looks like has been in disrepair or in uh, various states of, of being put together for quite some time. You see other small kids run up to him as he starts to, to work on the pod racer, a small Rodian with green skin. Uh, a small, uh, another young human boy with uh, brown hair, um, and they uh, all start tinkering with this pod racer. Your vision kind of swirls from this and comes back, and you see an older uh, teenage kid now back on Tatooine, and you can tell even just looking through this this child's eyes, this teenager's eyes, that you're it's the same person as it was before. But internally, you feel a lot of strife, pain, and anger. You're on a speeder as you go through the sun falling, go through the desert, the sun falling, and the orange coloration taking over the horizon. Your vision fades and comes back. You see yourself in this, this person's body, blue lightsaber slicing through Tuscans, and you feel incredible amounts of rage and pain, unlike anything that you as Zavu have ever felt before. And then you see, as he walks away, the body of the woman that you saw in the child's eyes, in your hands, passed, no longer alive. And you feel unending, deep sorrow from this teenage boy. Your vision swirls again. And then you see yourself... In another body, you can feel that this is a different person that you're now seeing tattooing through. 
standing on a hill as the twin suns pass through each other, looking out with the sense of unending hope and unending desire to start an adventure outside of Tatooine. Uh, your vision swirls from there and you see a homestead on fire, bodies strewn across the opening to the small hovel where this person once lived and a sense of a sense of loss but also a sense of purpose now this person definitely knows pain but has chosen to frame it in a way differently than the last that you had seen through your vision blurs comes back once more and you're inhabiting the same person as you just were, but confidence fills your body. You see in your hand, which is now gloved in black, holding a lightsaber as you ignite it and a green blade comes to life. And you see as this character walks towards the, the entrance to a large fortress in the middle of the desert. And you can feel the purpose driven uh, the, like, a, a purpose driven sense of self that he is, is approaching this this fortress with and as a metallic eyeball pops out to inspect you in this form your vision kind of comes back to you and you settle in knowing that this planet of Tatooine has known pain that perhaps no other person that you know or you yourself has truly felt before, but it also has known hope that has reignited and really given this planet a tinge of, of, of really light side force energy that maybe wasn't there for a long time before. You have this experience and you fall into your night's rest. Uh, Matt Lou, it is now your um, your watch. So go ahead and roll a perception check. All right, we're rolling that twenty sack, right? Yes, rolling the twenty and then add your perception oh to it. So that's a whopping six. That's a pretty. Oh, so wait, oh, you have a plus six to perception. No, just six straight up. Oh, a plus just, with a plus zero, a so it's just a six. <laughs> with okay, so six straight up. So hopeful. Um, Matt Lou, luckily for you, your watch is occurring like so right as that hope. Yeah, <laughs> so much for all that hope. Right as the sun is starting to creep up across the horizon, uh, light spilling across the open flats. You um, you don't see anybody near you that's like encroaching on your position. You hear the sounds far off of Bantha's walking, just making their braying noises. You hear speeders that are running far off in the distance um but you don't see anything immediately that um is coming in your direction um and as your watch comes to an end everybody is now stirring awake for the first time uh so the watches have gone off with no issues Chief matt Lou has no that thoughts in his head <laughs> <laughs> is there anything uh 
is there anything that is kind of going through your mind as you close out this last uh, night? Besides, get ready besides to head back? Yub nub. I wonder when we're going to eat. Mm. <laughs> well, now's the time. Everybody has woken up. Everybody, you have, uh, you can eat your, your, your breakfast rations for the day before you guys take off back to the city. Um, to meet up with uh, Rayla, who will uh, have some slicing tools for Crepo, the Tordarian, once you guys get back. So you guys uh, wake up, eat your morning rations, and set off on the journey back to uh, to the Mos Eisley spaceport area to get Crepo to work on your ship, finally. Um you guys take off. Um, you've already traversed these flats before, so you don't need to make another survival check to get back. You know the way back easily enough. It takes you guys about four or five hours to get back to the most likely area. And when you arrive there, uh, Rayla, your contact who gave you the information about where Krepa would be and how to get him out, is waiting for you where you guys left from. Um, meets up with you and and basically as soon as you guys get there, Prepo looks at Rayla and says, I knew you would get me out eventually. And she, she <laughs> kind of looks over at you and says, I wouldn't have got you out for anything. These guys, they're desperate and they definitely needed your help. Uh, so she tosses him like a small uh, a small pouch full of slicing tools. And he says, all right, let's head to the ship. Um, you guys hop back on your speeders. You head over to where the ship was. Um, only about a 30-minute uh, speeder ride away from, from where you guys had pulled up. As you crest the sand dune that was obscuring your ship from prying eyes in the nearby Mos Eisley Spaceport City, uh, you look down, you see your ship, and you see two Nyctos that have gotten into the ship and are clearly rummaging through it. Uh, you see one of them standing out like by the dock or like by the, the docking ramp, and one of them is like walking out of the docking ramp carrying what you guys know is the spice that was hidden, like some of the, the spice packages that were hidden on the ship that you found as you were exiting it. Um, so what do you do? These two Nyctos are there. You guys are, you guys have had a full night's rest. So you have your full complement of your HP is fully back again. Uh, Zavu, your, your force uh, power slots are back again. Um, you see these two Nyctos. That so are essentially we're like, at the ship and they're, they're at the ship pulling spice. Yeah. Out? I mean, they're at the ship. You guys are at the crest of this dune looking down on it. It would be a very short, distance to close onto them oh boy. boys you know what time it is it's tech axe time <laughs> wait a minute uh i'm not in range to do anything though right in terms of uh you guys powers. are still about 150 feet off so it's a, you're a little bit outside okay. of force power range right. but as you guys close you can um and you get you can like make a force power um like attack okay. once you what get is, with what is what is what is Greppo? Is he what kind of uh, creature is Greppo? Greppo is a Toydarian. 
like, like water. Oh, right. Yeah, of course. Yeah, he's like right, water. Right, right, right. Um, so he's pretty useless, right? He okay. can't really help. <laughs> as far yeah, as I'm just, I'm thinking size wise. Do we have to be stealthy here? I mean, do we have to do like you know, try and get in? Well, so that's up to you. As you guys approach, you can either try to come in stealthy and like surprise these guys, or just come in kind of guns ablazing. Oh no, no, and- no! All right, listen. Let's take this quietly. All right, we don't want to make this worse than it is. Boo. We don't know if they've got people watching from the hills or. From I only get else, up in the morning if I know I'm going to kill something. As you guys are talking about this, Crepo says, like, hey, no uh, I- I'll stay back up here until you guys handle this. I'm not one for fighting. Yeah, that's a good idea, Crepo. We don't, so he we hops don't off of the, He hops off because you guys have three speeders that y'all are coming over on, but you're still a distance away and you're at a higher vantage point than the ship is. So you haven't been spotted yet. Crepo hops off and just hangs at the top of the dune for now. So you guys are free to approach however you choose. Sir, shoot him. I was going to say, if, if, we can, if we can take out the, um, the guy outside of the ship, then t- you know, we can kind of corner the guy in the ship, no problem. So, um, is, so it's, it's is there, totally... Is there anything to be gained from, from capturing any, either of these two? Oh. Meat! <laughs> Nikto meat. Do I know where he's keeping his spice? <laughs> Do you know where uh, Matt Lou's keeping his spice? Um, where are you? What are you putting that? You got a pouch or something? So make a make a okay. If you want to, you can now. make a perception check, and then I would have. Let's let, uh, let Zavu go talk to Nicktoes and no. make friends. We will sit back and kill them when ready. No, no. I'm, what I'm saying is, we can we'll sneak up. I may be able to disarm one of them, and then we'll have a better chance of maybe stopping the other one without conflict. All right, next time I'm going in, axe is blazing. I'll yield this time, Zavu. Okay, so we're going to sneak up, right? We're going to sneak up. I'll be in the lead. You need an order or anything like that, or... No, so you guys approach stealthily. So what I need from all of you is stealth checks. So everybody roll a stealth check. That's your D20 and then add your stealth to it. Trying to find my stealth here. There we go. See. Oh, you guys. I rolled a two plus me. three, so I'm at five. Four. <laughs> Fifteen. Oh god. Okay. Five. <laughs> Told you Zavu. So clank, clank, from, clank. From cert. 15 from who had 15? I had 15. Zavu had 15, and then Matt Lou, you were also low. So as you guys are coming quiet. down, <laughs> Zavu, you're you're doing a pretty good job. Like you've you've hopped off the speeder, you're you're making your way down very stealthily. Um, at that time, uh, Cert, you hop off of your uh, <laughs> your speeder and you start to kind of like precariously make your way down the sand dune and you just fucking tumble. And as you tumble, uh, the guy, the Nikto that's standing outside of the, uh, of the, uh, entry ramp onto the ship sees sand and dust falling (laughs) down the tripped over uh, those tubes down the dunes. And you see him look in and he yells, somebody's here. So I need everybody to roll initiative now. All right, it's on. 
Aunt. See, this is why we don't do stealth. Come on. <laughs> That's a 14. Limit. Do I... I've got an 18. No, there's no, there's no uh, adding on that, right? Yeah, I have on the fist. Under the fist, there's an initiative. I oh, yeah, you're right. Look mine, on so. your character sheet. Okay. Uh, it is under. I'm oh, yeah. uh, 17 yeah, total, Nick. I'm 18 okay. total. Nice, Matt Lou. Let's fucking fight! We're clearly much better at not being stealthy. I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a berserker Ewok. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's go. Um, okay, uh, Zavu, what did you get for your initiative? 14. All right. Okay, nice. What's what's the DM going to roll here? Already got mine. So. He knows it, too. He's smiling. Look at him. <laughs> All right, so at the top of the order... Sir, you you tumbled down that hill, but you caught yourself mid-tumble, landed on one knee, drew your weapon, and you are ready for combat. Boom. You are the first to act, and you are in range of these uh, Nictos. Shoot at them if you so choose. Uh, what do you want to do to open up combat? Um, well, I can't... We've pretty much given up on trying to disarm and do this somewhat peacefully right right at this moment you can tell that like these guys are are definitely not preparing okay. for negotiations they're preparing for battle all right yeah i'm gonna read i'm gonna use people. my yeah disruptor disruptor carbine and go for right. the uh the guy uh you know the out uh, on watch oh wait what's you want to get okay so you're noob noob question yes guidance doesn't apply to attacking right uh, guidance does not doing. apply to attacks. Guidance applies to like ability checks. So if you were to like roll right, a perception right, right. check gotcha. or something like that, that that's what guidance. Right. Would. Gotcha. Um, okay, so Cert, uh, go ahead and roll your attack with your disruptor carbine. So you roll your d twenty and then you add five to whatever you roll. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Five plus five, so ten. So 10 total. So you take it's a it's a bit of a long distance shot. You've just been you just come out of like a roll that you aren't expecting. You fire ping shoots off of the the dock to the ship uh, and, and, and does not strike Failed. the trooper that you see Sorry on again. the outside. Um, it's a good try, though. It is a good try. <laughs> uh, so next up in the order is Matt Lou. Matt Lou, you are. Running as fast as your little Ewok legs can take you down this sand dune. You have enough movement to where you can close in and maybe get a and get a strike in on the trooper that's standing outside of the ship. All right, I want to uh, go in with rage, Nick. Okay, so Matthew goes into a rage. How does it look as you enter your rage? <laughs> Jackaxe <laughs> is out, ooh, running ooh, down. Ooh, 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 let's go, Yum Nub. All right, Matt Lou, make your attack. Oh shit! So roll your twenty-sided dice and then add four to whatever you rolled. Sixteen. Sixteen. That hits. Yeah! So go ahead and roll your damage. So that is 
1d6, so that's the square dice, and then add two. Seven! All right, seven points of damage. You run up to this dude. You carve right across his midsection. Yes. It cuts through his armor, and you can see green Nikto blood starting to form right in his midsection. Nice. Who meets on the menu so tonight, your- boys? <laughs> <laughs> That's action and bonus action and movement from Matlu. Good strike to open up the combat. Zavu, it is your turn. You are also coming down the dune. You're kind of you were at an equal spot to where Matlu was as he was coming down the dune. So you can close uh, and and make uh, and, and get in close to this uh, trooper if you so choose. So there's one Nikto there that you've just struck and. One is still is inside of the ship. You saw the guy who was outside of the ship kind of yell back, saying, said something to him. So the guy inside okay. has and what's been his, alerted. What's his condition right now? Right now, he, he does look pretty rough. He's taken a, a, an axe across the midsection. You see blood coming from uh, where Matlu struck him. And uh, he does seem to be like in, in quite a bit of pain. He's still holding on to what? He has a gun? Yeah, so you can see that Buster? he's holding like he's ho- he's got like a bandolier across his chest as well that's got like grenades on it, and you can also see that he's got like a blaster pistol that he's drawn from his holster, and then you can see like other like various explosives just like on like in a pack on his back. Whoa! Maybe we can loot at that later if we win this. All right, am I within thirty feet of him? I can be right. Uh, can you are. Them. You are within 30 feet. You can close to be within melee combat, or you can stay back and be within 30 feet. Um, geez. This guy's <laughs> like super armed here. Good lord. Um, melee for that precision. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take him out. I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to take my, uh, light staff and I'm going to, um, attack. Okay. Make your light staff attack. And I'm going to use, oh, that's for damage. Never mind. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. So my light staff attack is a 2D. No, wait a minute. What I have to, I have to. You roll your 20, roll right. your D20 first and then yep. add four. Yep. yep. Um, These dice are worst. 13. Uh, 13. Plus 4, 17. 17. Yeah, 17 hits. So go ahead and roll 2d6 plus 2 damage. Okay, 2d6. And then I'm going to use uh, a force point. Well, no, he's he's kind of down, right? I'm going to. All right. He has taken a pretty pretty significant hit from what you could say. Yeah. From what you could see. Okay. Oh, come on! Uh, no! no. Zabu! I, I had to use force... <laughs> I had to use force points prior to this. Zabu! Yum nub! Damage or no? So, you... You didn't use... You I, like, from what I could tell, you did not use a force point. You have as many force point, points per day as your guardian level, so you have... No. So, what I'm asking is... Uh, sorry, okay. I have cleared. I have force-empowered strikes, which means when... You hit a creature with a melee weapon, you can expand expend force points to deal additional damage to the target, which is the same type as the weapon's damage. The additional damage is 1d8 for each point spent 
Bungie you can absolutely yeah. do that. You can you can absolutely. Okay, so I can do that. Oh, thanks. Because that was yes. two. <laughs> so, oh no, Zavu's dead. I'm going to use one force point. He's going to lose here. a hand okay, like so every other use... force user. All right, so that's a seven. So that's a seven. So that's nine damage. That's nine damage. That is exactly point. what you needed to take oh, this guy yeah. out. <laughs> so, Zavu, describe to me how you you finish this uh, this Nikto demolitions guy off. Um, I'm just going to go right. I'm going quick. Because I don't want him to trigger anything, so I'm just going, coming down from the hill, leaping, and like straight into the chest with the lightsaber blade, and that's Bravo, it. Zavu, it me, Mike, you're killed. You, you get to a point on the sand dune where you know that you're close enough that you can use a, a bit of force energy behind your leap to to get yeah. there and close. You leap yeah. into the air. It's a long Take leap. your light yeah. staff out, stab it right into his chest, and impale this, this Nikto on your light blade. And as you extract the blade from him, he falls dead on the sand. Uh, as he hits the ground, his, his Nikto companion comes out the ship, looks down, sees him dead, looks up at you guys, draws his weapon, and fires at you, Zavu, the one who just took out his, oh, no. his gang friend. bang. So at will, is there? So what is? I is there a? Uh, what's the what's the extra move, or, or do we not have that? Like, so uh, the what is that? At will, force powers are basically like they are like cantrips. They don't require you to use a uh, a spell slot. They don't require you to use like a a force. Uh, a force points slot. So do I have, what do I have a post attack move? What is that called? So like you, you have a, you have a bonus action left. So you've used your, your movement and your action. Um, so if you do have something that is, uh, a bonus action that you want to use, you can use that. And that can be an at will. That can be at will. Yes. That can be an at will. power. I'm, I'm doing effect mind on him. So uh, effect right now. mind is an action. I'm sorry, not effect mind. Force disarm. I'm sorry. Okay. Didn't mean. Oh, force disarm is an action too. It's not a bonus action. Oh, that's one action. Okay. Yeah. yeah so anything, if you have anything that that is like a casting period of of one bonus action, you can do that. But if it is an action, you've already used your action for this turn. Yeah, casting time is one action, so that's it, right? Yeah. Okay, so I can't use that. Okay. Um, is there anything else that I can do here? Sorry, I don't know everything that I've got in terms of like... Uh, oh, okay. Uh, I guess I guess not. Um, I don't see anything. Okay. I don't see anything I can use. Okay. So you, yeah, I, I don't you take this cast, guy out? That's just force cast. And you like train your eyes on on this ramp that you know this other guy's gonna be coming down on. He runs down and he mm -hmm. sees, like I said, he sees his dead Nikto buddy on the ground, draws his blaster rifle, and and is going to uh, take a shot at you, Zavu, from the top of the ramp. So he is not at disadvantage. Okay. So he's going to take a shot. The gets. Ooh, that is a 22 oh, to hit, so that definitely oh, hits. Shit. That is going to be... Uh, Zavu, 
We need Grogu Force Heal. <laughs> so he he deals nine points of damage oh. to you, Zabu, as he he comes down the ramp, takes a shot with his blaster rifle, and wings you right in the shoulder uh, with a a shot of of laser energy. So you take nine points of damage. Matlu needs to Yikes. avenge Zabu. Damn, that's a lot. He like looks half. around as he takes the shot at you. He's like in the midst of combat. He looks around and he sees you, Sert, kind of like still up on the dune a bit. And he sees Matt Lou standing there with his axes out. And he realizes that this this may be a last stand for him. One versus three. But he does not look like he is ready to surrender for sure. Um, so that goes back to the top of the order. It is now Sert. It is your turn again. All right. I mean, I don't have a whole lot of um, whole lot of options here. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for the disruptor carbine shot. I'm just gonna take another shot at him. Take another shot. Go yeah. for it. Here we go. That's a ten plus five. So I got fifteen. Fifteen hits. Just hits. Oh. Uh, go ahead and roll your damage. Which is which one? Sorry. Eight plus three. Which dice is, is that one? It's the D8, so it's the eight-sided dice. Right, right, right. We got an eight. Nice. Eight plus three, which is 11. You deal a massive amount of damage. Yum, 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 Your yum, shot yum, comes yum, in, yum. hits him right in the chest, and you can see... The acid, uh, the acid imbued shot from your disruptor carbine starts to spread across his chest, and he looks on death's door. He's not quite down yet, but he is right. Yeah, he is right there. Um, yes. Matt Lou, it is yes. your turn. Easy picking. Uh, is there anything that we can learn from these guys? No, I'm killing. Rolling the dice now. Let's go. I'm not talking to you. It's Matt Lou's turn. <laughs> it's Matt Lou's turn. I'm um, well, I'm going to yell at him. Nick, though. I'm going for just a straight <laughs> tech axe. Something. Sneak is good. All right. Go for the tech axe attack. Oh, shit. I just rolled it under a cabinet. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, on the man. floor. 20 straight up. Natural 20. Natural 20. Natural 20. All right. Okay. <laughs> Matt Lou. You will die. Dalu, I'm going to tell you this right now. You don't even need to roll your damage no. dice. He's dead. How do you take this guy out? Well, first off, I'm going to run in, jump off of Sert's back to get some height, come down with both of my axes and chop his head off. And as I'm saying that, I say, For Zavu! Matt Lou, the Ewok, jumps off of the back of his Tognath buddy, closes on this, this Nikto scrapper coming out of his ship and beheads him cleanly. You guys see spurts of green blood shoot from the neck of this Nikto as his body rolls down the entry ramp to your ship. Zavu, you do get a little bit of spray there as his head <laughs> is cleaved off oh. of his body. And Matt Lou... You stand you two more victorious. points of damage for the acid blood. <laughs> you stand victorious over the body of your foe. Wakanda forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Good stuff. So now you guys are standing at the entrance to your ship. You can see that like slightly off to the side of your ship is a speeder that's just sitting there with a couple of the, the bundles of spice that they've already taken off. So you guys are free to go get those back. And as uh, the battle comes to an end, you see uh, Crepo start to kind of slowly <laughs> float down the, uh, <laughs> the sand dunes like, hey guys, to I'm meet here. up with you. <laughs> Uh, and and as he comes down, <laughs> sir, you make your way down the dune. As Crepo comes down, he he flies right up next to you, Matt Lou, and he says, "Quick and easy, just like I like it." Thank you. Look, sir, he no trip on sand. <laughs> yeah, he looks he at Zav checking Zav the body like, of the guy that I took out. Half health. <laughs> uh, we got some. Uh, you, well, I'm I'm hurting, but yeah, I'm still going to take the time to check that body. And, Okay, so go ahead and roll investigation check. You're, which one are you checking? The one, uh, the the guy that was the one I killed. The one that you killed. Okay, go ahead yeah. and roll an investigation yeah. check. I, I would I would That's clarify that as an assist. Natural twenty. That's fantastic. Cool. Yeah, Worst you look on place to get a natural twenty. <laughs> I mean, hey, Whatever. natural twenty is a natural twenty. No, no complaining about that. As you look through him. this guy's I'm, body, I'm, I'm checking him rectally. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like you're, you're probing inspecting him. every, <laughs> inspecting every uh, nicto body part that you can. So you actually find quite you're a bit on this dude. Like you find, so you find three grenades like three thermal detonators yes uh that you can take right. and distribute right. amongst yourselves however you want Sweet. um you find two mines like two i mean basically what they are is like trip mines uh you find two breaching charges which are used you know breaching charges you put on a door blow open um okay. you find a standard blaster pistol that he was using as well um, and you also find on him a, a cred chip that you can like, you can like put that into your holocom device and you can see that that has, uh, 500 credits on it. Nice. Um, and, uh, and you find, uh, a little, it seems like he stashed away some of the spice that was coming out of the ship for himself and in, in one of his jacket pockets. So you, you, you have a little bit more spice. So that is what you find on this uh, dead Nikto's body. Very nice. So wait a minute. Uh, you were chopping up, and it might have been me. But what's the was it a, was it credit their credits or there was a credit something or other? What, yeah. What so that? you found a credit chip on there that has five hundred credits on it. Yes. So does, does he? Have, can he add all that to his inventory? He can. Yeah, he can add all of that to his inventory, or you can distribute like the 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 mines or anything else that you want to. However, Zavu, you so choose. I'll take that spice off of you. <laughs> that was the spice we already had, though, right? No, he found. I think he found more that spice. Was keeping the spice, or was um, he stealing our spice? No, I think he had his own on him, but we he took the spice to the, the to the speeder, so we have to go. Yeah, there back, is a speeder that's a little bit down the road. So now you guys have an additional speeder that you don't have to return because you have now killed the two occupants of the speeder um, uh, to go along with the three that you guys rented from the uh, the most Isley spaceport. Um, and there's Nick, the other body um, there if anybody chooses right. to, to look through that. Yes, definitely. Um, question about equipment. Is there is there something within like adding am I could I just writing this down as we have these or is there some place? Use the notepad in the yeah, so equipment. 
the notepad. So, well, I'm doing yeah, that, can... but I didn't know if there was a place where there was actually like we could add yeah, a you know thermal detonator on your like um on your character sheet. I know you can go to add equipment. Yeah. Yeah, I, like basically, if you do like the you know add equipment stuff. All types, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I think that you can add like up top. There's the credits area there. Like you can add your yeah. your credits there, and then equipment, custom you items. Go, maybe you can literally yep. just type into search like thermal detonator, and then it would be thermal detonator average. Okay, yeah, um, I see, I see it. Yeah, yeah. So if you click like that, you can type in thermal detonator search. Oh, okay. Got it. Hey, got it, got it. Oh, while nice. we're asking okay, cool. the chief here, Nick would um. Uh, Jared and I ever be able to add tech powers to our our skill set or no? I have some tech powers. So, oh, it, that it, for so that is for like your like specific classes okay. for you, Matt Lou. I don't think that. You, yeah, I just I saw that did. I could like click on tech casting and then add something to my belt. I, yeah. I that's illegal. I just wanted to make sure. All right. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. For for your particular class, since you are like a berserker, like yeah. tank style, Just, you you won't get tech powers. Right. I do believe that at um, as a you're a scout. Is that correct? Yes. You're a scout, yes. sir. Um, you are going to unlock. You actually have already unlocked tech casting at yeah. level two, so you you already have access to um, like first level. Um, tech powers. So, uh, right. if you haven't already like picked out, so so basically, as a level two tech caster, you know four level one, like four level one right. tech powers, and you can use two of those per day. Okay. So yeah, so I was just so, checking those uh, out too. Cool. So Jared, you do I have access I... to four of those tech powers. Um, Zabu, you want to check the other body? Definitely. Uh, I can or somebody. I can leave I that to. Can I, uh, can I check it? Matt Lou, yeah. if you would like. Let's sir. Or that's too much work search. for Matt Lou. Yeah. Just like uh, the mine. Yeah. I I don't, don't want to like div, you know divulge into like, but I, I just want to put these. Out. So is this an average frac fragmentation mine? Yeah. Mine, it would, I guess? Yeah. All of the stuff that you find on here, like the like the that's thermal too, detonator, the mine, and then the breach charge are all average. I just want to put them in here so I know what the hell I got. So, all yeah, right, cool. For sure. Go ahead. For sure. Um, uh, so, Cert, go ahead and make an investigation check as you search through the other body. Oh, I got a hard 22, natural 20. Or natural, <laughs> another natural 20. Natural 20. Insane. Okay. This is our quality of searching bodies. Yeah. I know Finding you guys are stuff. very thorough when it <laughs> comes like to searching your fallen. You guys like to fleece stuff. those corpses, you sickos, and you guys are yelling at me for my drug habit. I'm, I'm hoping for <laughs> a nice you, so new you weapon. you search throughout this body, um, you find, again, like a standard blaster rifle, you know, nothing that's any better than what you have. You do find what's called a stock strike, which is like a, it's like a melee weapon. It's almost like a uh, like an electrified melee weapon that you can keep, you can sell, you can do whatever you want with. Um, you can also find a, another credit chip on there that has 500 credits on it as well. Um, you also find a holocom device on on this guy. Um, you can like you can choose to open it up. You can choose to look through the contact list on that 
if you want to, but you do find like a standard mm -hmm. hollow communication device. Um, his armor is just like both of these armor, like the armor on these guys is like very standard, like um, no, like not better than what you guys are already equipped with. Um, you find the holocom device, you find 500 credits, you find the blaster rifle, you find a stock strike, which is what you can, you should be able to look that up on the equipment section cool. on your uh, character sheet, I believe. Um, actually, it's not listed as that, so I will tell you like the, the particular... Look, Nick, it looks like we can um, add custom items if you tell them like, uh, what it is. Yeah, it's it's going to be like a simple vibro, like basically it's like a vibro dagger. It's is is what it would be on the equipment screen. So you could type in vibro dagger, and that's what you found on this guy. Got it. Um, um, and uh, and yeah, and you also find just like some random, like just like like almost what seems like like tools, like random. Uh, like mechanics tools that are just kind of like stashed away in his backpack. Um, but those are all of the items of value that you find. Like the, the, the tools themselves are probably of no interest to you. It's, it's more of like probably like some stuff that they use to like break into the ship. Would they be of uh, interest like, to Crepo though? Uh, you can definitely give those off to Crepo. And as you kind of like hand, hand that like pack of tools over to him, he looks over to it and he says, cool. Uh, I could definitely, I'll definitely be able to use some of these now. And hey, I, you know, I'll, I'll always take some free tools for me to use later. Thank you. Um, as you guys are going through and searching the bodies, um, Prepo kind of like starts to make his way into the ship um, to, and, and, and then like kind of looks back and he says, are y'all good for me to go ahead and, and do what I do? Um, we should probably yeah. be with him. Matt Lou, go, uh, Go watch him. Yes. Yub nub. Okay. So Matt Lou, you and Crepo uh, go off into the ship. Um, and basically you're following along and it seems like, you know, this guy knows ships very well. He makes his way right up to the bridge of the ship into the, uh, like into, you know, the, the, the seating area for the pilot and the co-pilot goes, takes out his slicing tools and then also takes out uh, one of the, the implements that was given to him by CERT, opens up the comms panel, like does some tinkering around in there, uh, takes out like a, a, a device that has like a screen on it that he can manipulate, plugs it in, and then, Matt Lou, you just see basic start to run across the screen. And then as it stops... He is like reading through some of these notes and everything. He looks back at you. He looks back at the screen. And then he like kind of looks back at you again. And he says, I don't know if I'm reading this incorrectly, uh, but it seems like this is a Black Sun ship. And that makes me very uncomfortable. So let's get this done very quickly. Um, starts to type oh. in things on the pad again. And then Can I, reaches that, and then like gets to a point where he's like, okay, well, we need to rename the transponders. What, what, what name do you want to give this ship? We need to rename the transponder signal so it's not just a black sun vessel that people can see coming into their airspace. Uh, so Matt Lou, he, he kind of like looks at you and, and is basically asking you what you want to name your ship. Um, 
and and insert in, uh, like if you guys are close like if you guys are still like well, by the ramp you you can kind of yeah. overhear this i was just gonna say so two things i want to i want to first quickly hand cert um one of the thermal detonators one of the mine fragmentation mines and one of the fragmentation charges so you can add those Thanks. Um, can add those to your inventory search. Thanks. While uh, while Matt was out of uh, out of range, <laughs> he doesn't know. Uh, but then I do. I hear this, and I want to go up the ramp, um, and I want to. Um, I'm going to give him guidance with this. Okay, so uh, Zavu, you enter the ramp, and you're going to give guidance to Matlu or to Crepo. Okay, no, so you like yeah, in, in doing what you he's touch him on his shoulder and you're essentially like, hey, yep. don't fuck this up, buddy. Like you're like, just <laughs> just make it clean. Right. Exactly. Um, so you give him guidance and he can use that as he goes through and does his tech check on this uh, on this slice. Um, and so all of you, you now have the opportunity to name your ship. Whoa. Oh, boy. <laughs> Mm. Uh, mm. This is deep. We can't, we can't uh, take too long. I mean, yeah, I'll go. I'll go really dumb started. and easy. It's the the, the yub nub one. So there you go. That's mine. <laughs> is it, uh, anybody have any uh, other? Shoot, the triumvirate. I mean, okay, um, so I will say at this moment, you guys are feeling like. The threats have been assessed and taken care of. Um, both Zavu and Cert, go ahead and, like, before you guys come into the ship, go ahead and give me perception mm. checks. Either okay. um, if you want to, one of you can make it at advantage or you can both roll separately. So that's really up to you. Zavu, you have a plus two uh, to perception. Have Cert, you have perception. a negative one to perception. Yeah. So, yeah, Zavu, I'll roll you for roll both with of advantage. Us. Definitely. Good man. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 17. 17. Um, you do a quick assessment of the surrounding area before you go into the ship. Like you do have cover from the sand dune, uh, from any, any like prying eyes on the other side of that sand dune. And you give like a, a very like thorough look around before you enter the ship and you don't see anybody else in the area you don't see any other okay. like you don't spot any like lookouts that 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 they may have had you don't spot any sort mm. of like other people in this area you feel like for for now things have mm. have really Good call thanks for helping the noobs <laughs> <laughs> yeah things have really like just, come to just walk a, it away like a settling point um so you have yeah. time to 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 think you, you don't feel like you're under any pressure at okay. the moment what was the name of the planet um, we met on Bandamir. Bandamir was the name of. What Bandamere. if we name our ship like Bando Three? Because there's three of us. The band can we mean Bandamir? I don't know. Bando Three. Uh, Bandit. Oh, that's way three? better. Bandit Three. That's like a given. Absolutely, I, I love that. Sure. You all good with that, Bandit Three. I'm yep good no. with the bandit three. Bando three. Yup, no. All right. So you guys <laughs> can you converse amongst yourself for a second. Crepo sitting there just kind of waiting. As you say bandit three, he's like, all right, crew of the bandit three. Thanks for your help. 
um, punches it in, and he will make his tech check with. Uh, he will make it with advantage, and he will make it with guidance. Your guidance is a. Is it a D four that he adds to it? I believe it is a D four. Okay. Yes. Yep. It is. Okay, so he rolled a, a nice solid 20 for his tech check. You Ooh, see him, like his, his little, his fat Tordarian fingers, you would not think would be as deft as mm -hmm. they are as he uh, works on this screen here, goes back into the control panel. You hear, see some sparks flying, some soldering going on, closes the panel and he says, Woo, Bandit 3 is on line, ready to go. Cool. Um, so you guys have now successfully changed the transponder signals to your ship. You've now named your ship. Um, and he says, uh, as Crepo kind of closes things up, puts his tools away, and he's like, you guys should be good to pull into the spaceport now. I mean, nobody's going to be able to tell what you guys, you know, what the ship is. If you want to, I do know of a, uh, a place you can go to get it uh, spruced up, you know, paint, quick paint job, add some fun uh, little sigils to it if you want to make it your own. You know that's just me. I'm 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 uh, have a pension for flair, but if you guys want to keep it stock and standard, that's all up to you. Um, I'm down to customize. I want to customize okay. the ship. That sounds great. Got a few credits. Um, did we? I forget. Do we look at the Nictos? Did, did was there any sign of them being part of the Black Sun? Was there any sigils or anything like them on 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 there that they were? Part of that During gang. your investigation check, you didn't see anything that that like led you to believe that they were a part of the Black Sun. Okay. They did look like they were dressed in similar okay. garb to the ones does. that were from the scrapyard. So you think that these may like when you were out on your right um, on your previous night's watch okay. and you saw like those speeders kind of like head off towards town. Okay. This may have been those same Nictos that were just like going out on a scrap run to see if they okay. could have anything. Or find anything. Okay. Um, yeah, because I'm just thinking, like, if they if they were, they they might a little be a little more tight, and they might know that a couple people are missing after a little while. So we should definitely get the hell out of here if we're clear to go to the spaceport. Say we go to the spaceport, and yeah, why not uh, spend a few credits, depending on how much it costs, to get this yeah. spruced up, right? And at least kind of hidden. Um, okay, great. As you guys do that, and and I'm gonna toss. I'm gonna toss. I'm going to toss Crepo uh, the uh, spice that I found on the... Uh, I think I found spice. You did. You found like a nice. almost like a little snuff pouch right. of spice on the, uh, the, yeah, the trooper that you, that you took out. So you toss that over and, to uh, him and he says, Ha-ha, I love a bonus. Here we go. <laughs> and he just kind of... And uh, I'm, I'm going to... Go ahead. I'm going to give him... Uh, I'm going to give him 10 credits too. Awesome. Getting ripped off, Zavu. I could have used that spice. Tosses him 10 credits. I'm going to give him stuff, And too. some spice. Uh, yeah, if you guys want to give Crepo anything. <laughs> I'm going to give him freeze. a swift kick in the ass off my ship. <laughs> <laughs> well, Crepo, I, um, I found this. We're going to give him a ride, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, that's right. To I, told him we, oh, yeah. I told him I'd give him a ride. <laughs> but, Crepo, I, had this, I found this extra <laughs> rifle. Off planet. Maybe this will help protect you from getting captured again. Do you want this rifle? <laughs> you, like... You go to hand him the rifle. He's like, ho, ho, ho. No, thank you. I'm not one for violence. Uh, and so? he allows you to keep the rifle. Um, but he, he happily takes... Because uh, he's French. <laughs> <laughs> he, 
he happily takes the ride <laughs> over to the spaceport with you guys. And as you uh, are starting to take off, Matt Lou, you remember that Rayla said once you guys get your situation short, uh, like sorted out with the ship to reach out to her and she can set you guys up on a proper mission. Um, so, uh, sir, you take your seat, uh, you take your pilot seat. Um, Frey, your droid, takes the co-pilot seat next to you. Um, the other... Before we go, yeah. can I check? I want to check that hollow comm that I had, and just in case there's some type of bad Cracking. stuff on there that will keep us, I don't know, safe. You never know. Cert smart. Yeah. Cert, go ahead and make a technology check for me as you like examine this hollow comm device. Technology. All right, I got a plus two on there. How do we spell Frey? F-R-A-Y. Android? Yeah, just like standard. We've got a 19 total. 19 total. So you're like, this is your thing. Like you're, you're a technology guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you, you look at this Holocom device. You pull up the contact section of the Holocom device. You kind of scroll through it to see if there's anything that's like right off the top of your head. Or like, you know, right off the top of your head, like a name that you know to somebody that you should be concerned about. You don't see anything of note right off, like right from the contact list. You go into the communication history of it. You can see hollow calls back and forth from other, uh, like some of the, the recordings are still on there. You can see that that it is between uh, the, the person who had this Holocom device and other Nictos. That's just like some basically shop talk you know uh him passing back information on what scrap that he's found or what what uh he he may have found you do see a commute like the most recent communique was basically him sending a message to somebody else saying uh ipv1 class starship uh and just just kind of like that they have encountered your ship and are taking some things out of it but there's nothing in there that shows information on you individuals, uh, like on you three as individuals. He does mark it as a Black Sun ship. So it seems like they ha had done like a scan of the ship when they got on it too. Um, so now that that has changed, now that the, the transponder signals have changed on the ship, that's no longer the case anymore. So it doesn't read as a Black Sun ship. Um, and he also sent back some of some information about the spice that they had found on the ship as well. Um, there is no tracking beacon on this, so there's no way that they could like track you guys to it. And if you wanted to, you could essentially format this this holocom device and have it be like factory reset. Hmm, okay, cool. So that could be helpful, but all the more reason for us to customize and change the look because they. They de definitely sent over what type Agreed. of ship, you know, that we yeah. have. So it'd be good to cust customize, put a, put a spoiler Get that spray on the back paint or out. something. Yeah. <laughs> so as you, um, as you say, like you guys are kind of conversing, saying like, yeah, definitely we want to get the, the ship customized and stuff like that. Crepo says, well, as soon as we land at the spaceport, I can reach out to, uh, you know, uh, a, a mechanic. Uh, a guy that I know that can that can do some work on it can can make it look you know however you guys want customize it however you guys want so um, as you are headed to the spaceport I mean basically like you guys are pretty close to it already so so the way that you have to do is like take off 
do like a slight circle around and then come back into a docking bay. Um, as you do that, you, you take off and you like, you almost get to the point where you're like completely leaving atmosphere. Um, and as you do that, you reactivate the comms to the ship, which turns on your transponder signal and your landing beacon. And you hear uh, the most icy spaceport come over your comms. And it says, uh, Bandit 3 picked you up on our, uh, on our landing signal. Uh, are, are you guys coming into Mos Eisley? I'm piloting, right? So You're piloting, yes. Yep. So you hear this and you're free to respond. Uh, this is Bandit 3. Uh, yeah, just coming in, just looking to make some new modifications to the ship to potentially alter some performance. Fantastic. Boy, says... Uh, the guy comes over, comes and he says, well, we have a, a docking bay 24 waiting for you. 24. Sounds good. Thanks. Uh, so you guys, so sir, you take the ship in simple enough, land right in docking bay 24. Um, and as you come down to land, um, Prepo leans over to you, Zavu, and he says, hey, can I use your, your holocom real quick so I can reach out to my contact? We good with this? Yeah. But do I have the holocom? Do, so the, you the, have the, your the, personal holocom. If you want to, you can like give him the one that you guys found on the Nikto to use since it's like, you know. Oh, I see. Okay. No, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll hand it to him. Okay, so you hand him over. And um, I'm I'm gonna. <laughs> can I do a, 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 a what do you call it? Um, perception check or what, what do I do? So what, what I want to just, just want to like, like. I'm reading okay. him. I'm trying to read him. Just go ahead sure and give me an insight. You check. Jedi insight are far check. too trusting. Insight check. That's <laughs> what. Insight. I've seen that so many times. I can't. Yeah, that's a five. Oh, that's no. a five. Okay, <laughs> don't give it to him, Zavu. Um, yeah, I mean, you you like right. so I don't know. Any. You gave yeah, I mean, like as far as you can tell, you see, like you're watching him, like you know, he takes the holocom. Mm. Okay, yeah, pulls up the like you know the standard. Right. I'm gonna hand it to him anyway. Just, yeah, like you you, you watch him, like he pulls up the standard communications array, uh, punches in a series of of numbers and symbols and as soon as it like hits the the like the transmission button and then as it does sorry, you see a blue hollow come uh or like a blue like hollow projection come up of some you know just a some one of his contacts and as he's sitting there he's just telling him he's like hey uh got a job for you docking bay 24 most icy spaceport be there as soon as you can and uh, the guy literally asks no questions. The guy's like, all right, I'll be there. Um, he lands. Uh, uh, sir, you land. Crepo says, uh, my guy's close if we want to hang out for five minutes uh, and wait for him to get here. And uh, you guys can just tell him what you want done to it. And he'll give you a price. I'm starting to feel a little iffy about Crepo. I feel like he's leading us into a trap. I told you to. Okay. You can roll an insight. You can also okay. roll an insight check. Anybody who wants to like 
get a read on this guy and see if he's like trying to, you know, do something shady, go ahead and give me an insight check. All right. So roll your D20 and, and add your insights. Matt Lou trusts no one but Matt Lou. Yeah, I have minus one insight, but I'll I'll give her a roll. And we got a 12, so 11. 11. Uh, again, like you, I will, like, this guy, like, from what you can tell, he's happy to be out of prison. He's happy to have some credits and spice in his pocket. And he's just like, hey, guys, like, I got no problem with you. I'm just, you know, I'm looking to get on my way. And, it, hey, if I can help you out, I'll, I'll help you out. Uh, so that's what you pick up off of your read. Can I heal myself? I cannot, right? Yeah, you can. You can heal yourself. Oh, I can? Okay. I have some med packs, uh, too. Yeah, you also have so you, med packs. That you well, let's, let's save the med packs, because we're sitting on the, on the ship right now. We're going to take a short yeah, rest, probably, anyway, waiting for this guy, to some degree. Yeah, you guys can take a short rest. So uh, if you've taken any damage, you can roll your hit dice. Each of you have two hit dice that you can roll per day to gain your hit points back. Hmm. Uh, so Zavu, if you don't want to use a spell slot or a force power slot, uh, slot, you can roll your hit dice is a, I believe it's a D. Uh, I think it's like D. Let's see. You are a guardian. I'll be right back. Yeah. Go ahead. Your hit dice is a D10, so you can roll up to two D10 and uh, add that back to your health. Okay. If you want to, you don't have to roll both. For a short rest? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's not the right one. <laughs> well, it's a five, actually. Um, so I'm going to roll two. Okay. Five That's 12 points. All right. That gets me All right. Back. So, yeah. So you heal back to full. Um, as you guys are, like, you're waiting, taking a short rest, you know, just kind of coming down from the battle. Uh, this, uh, you know, uh, Krepo's contact shows up. He's just a, a, like, he's actually like a relatively young human, uh, human man. Walks up, uh, long, like, stringy brown hair, uh, paint splotched and covered, uh, uh, tunic on him. He comes, he's got like a, like a, pretty, like a backpack and he's like carrying along like a, um, a, like a little cart that has just like materials and stuff that he would use to do modifications to ships, whether it be paints or something else. Um, and, and from what you can tell, like, the, like this guy is mostly cosmetic. Like he's not going to be able to like improve your hyperdrive. He's not going to be able to like give you guys like better weapon system. Like this, this guy's like a body shop kind of guy. Um, so he rolls in um and you guys are just kind of like sitting in the docking bay and as he rolls up he, he sees crepo he walks over to crepo kind of gives him a pat on the back he's like i haven't seen you in a while where have you been uh crepo says yeah you know i've been uh working on some jobs <laughs> yeah that's where i've been i've been working on some jobs nothing wrong over here it's all good uh the guy kind of like just chuckles to himself he's like yeah jobs yeah sure jobs whatever um and he walks over uh, to where you guys are all sitting around. And he says, so what do you want me to do to your ship here, guys? I don't know. Should we just let him take his artistic flair? Matt Luke kind of likes Matt Black with a little red accent. Does he have a portfolio? 
he looks over at you and says, uh, um, we're on Tatooine here, buddy. There's no portfolios needed. Give us, you know, we just, we, we, we kind give of us work stealth off black with a red stripe. Three red, three stripes. red stripes. Three Bandit red. three. How much? How much is a red stripe though? How much per stripe? Are if, we, if you are buy we three, two? if you buy, <laughs> buy two, you get one free. Like, you know what? Per that stripes. sounds good to me. Two stripes, you get the third one yes. free. Um, he says, "Can do." You, you know, uh, you guys don't have like a, a huge ship. This isn't a freighter or anything like that. It's a it's just some patrol craft. Um, so it's small enough. He looks at it, looks it up and down, says, uh, nothing I need to fix on the exterior, I don't think. So just a, a, a paint and polish. So we'll say thousand credits. Ten thousand? No, one one thousand credits. Oh, one thousand credits. What if um we we just found or Zavu just found five hundred, didn't he? They, they, y'all both found so 500. I. Uh, yeah, so, well, um, so, I mean, you're, you're free to, yeah. to haggle. What, what did you guys say What if beforehand? he's interested in maybe some spice as payment? Instead, because yeah. we've got a little bit of that. Okay, okay. We're talking off to the side Okay, here. so you guys, so he, like, quotes you a price, um, and then you guys, right. like, go yeah. off yeah. to discuss, like... Okay. I say, I say two, 250 um, in a bag of spice. we got to be careful with spreading the spice around. Matt Lou says... We gotta, we gotta be careful with spreading the sp spice around here and just letting know people, letting people know if we give him anything, we can't let him know it's from the ship. I know I'm not doing my Australian <laughs> accent right now. Two fifty in a bag talking. of spice. You think he'll take it? I mean, if he's a friend of Krepos, he might. But Zavu's got a good point. We don't want to. We're leaving this hellhole anyways. Once we get this thing painted, you have a bag. Of, you have a bag of spice. You'll just. Uh, just toss him your bag of spice. Yeah. What else do we have? Um, all right. Let's say uh, you you can make the offer. I mean, I don't. I I'm, I'm debating whether I want to affect his mind. I'm going. <laughs> you want to do drugs? Two fifty and drugs. Two fifty and drugs. Probably not. No, I won't do that. Let's let's just okay. Yeah, two fifty right. and a bag of spice. Who, uh, sir, so you can go and make the offer if you so choose. Um, thousand credits. Um, well, we've got something that might be a little more appealing to you. What if we give you 250 credits and this bag of spice? See him? Fresh kind of spice. Looks Nice, two hundred and fifty credits. Pike fresh. It's easily uh, two to three thousand credits worth of spice right here, plus the two hundred and fifty credits we're giving you. You know, I like spice. I can definitely do something with this. Call it even, two fifty and a bag of spice. Um, yes. So you guys hand over the. Uh, so how do you do you want to yeah you guys hand over the the 250 in a bag of spice um he will be here working on the ship and um rayla is also aware that you guys are at the space port and has said uh to just come meet her at the most icely cantina and she'll hook you guys up with another mission is um okay. was that all the spice did we pretty much 
because we found. Oh no, you also have plenty of spice left in the ship. You guys had, yeah, like in the ship, like there were some, like there was some that you guys. So just to like backtrack a little bit, I will say that you guys kind of like took the the speeder that was like left out uh, by the two Nictos and like stored it oh, yeah, in like the cargo bay of the ship. And along yeah. with that, you took all of the You're giving spice us too back. much credit, man. Yeah, <laughs> we forgot about helping you figure this shit out. Help, help, helping you guys out. New, everybody's new here, so I don't want to like uh, really be too hard <laughs> on you guys. So you have this, you have the speeder stored in the uh, the cargo bay of your ship. No problem, fits in. Um, and then ba- when you guys found the spice, you guys like we have a lot. You found of spice. it in a smuggling compartment in the ship. And it was roughly like ten thousand dollars worth of spice. I'm assuming that you guys gave this guy like five hundred credits worth of spice, if that. So like, you guys are still well stocked on spice. Good, Matt Lou needs his um, spice. Are we gonna so, split the payment? Uh, I mean, I ain't yeah, splitting, how you guys I ain't splitting the shit. You guys kept your five hundred credits. I'm taking. I'm That's taking true. more of the more of the cut. Rayla, so, Rayla's my uh, contact. This, this spice is, is, is your loss, Matt Lou. <laughs> yeah, the spice is Matt Lou's loss. Um, so I'll say that, sir, you take 250 uh, credits off of the credit chip that you found off of the dead Nikto as part of the payment, and yeah. then you guys give him roughly 500 bucks worth of spice uh, to cover the payment. So that is So that leaves you guys with like Still, most of the spice, $9,500 worth of spice left, or 9,500 credits worth of spice left. You guys leave him to his devices, and then Crepo kind of like follows you guys out. And as, you, as you're as you heading towards the most Isley Cantina, he just says, hey, thanks for your help. Appreciate the the, the jailbreak. I'm, I'm out of here, unless you guys need me for anything else. So he's, oh, oh, that's Crepo. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's Crepo. Yeah. Right. Well, we want to say to Crepo. Crepo kind of um, appreciate your help. Sorry. Go ahead, Zavu. And uh, at some point, we'd like to go back to your captors and help the other people there get out of their predicament (laughs) as well. As he says, as you say that to him, he kind of looks at you and he says, "Well, good luck. I won't be there." Not going back to that Told place you, Zavu. soon. Good riddance. <laughs> well, like, you get the vibe Making that, a like, statement. <laughs> you you get the vibe that, like, Prepo didn't know anybody there. Like, he he was literally yeah. like taken there on a gambling debt, and he was just like yeah. happy to get out. And he does he doesn't give two bantha poodoos one way or another about the people that are left over there. He's just happy to be out. Right. Um, you guys make your way to the most Isley cantina. And as you enter, like you see Rayla pretty much immediately, um, sitting alone at a booth, uh, kind of throws a hand up as you guys walk in. And, uh, as you come over, she says, uh, seems like things went well, right? Didn't hear anything on the hollow comms about any sort of hell breaking loose anywhere or. Uh, you know, anything like that. So we good ships all taken care of. You know how we roll Rayla always a perfect right. mission. 
Great. So Rayla basically says, so Rayla sits you guys down. He says, I know that y'all are looking for a mission. I know that y'all are looking to not only looking for a mission, y'all are kind of looking to, to, to get a little bit of uh, respect under your belt, you know, um, out here in the outer rim has been uh, tough recently, lots of mouths to feed. Um, but, um, you know, I think I have something for you. I think I have something for you guys to sink your teeth in, but it's not going to be you running at it solo. Um, with jobs that pop up here in the outer rim, you got to compete for them sometimes. Um, and this is a bigger job. This is something that, that, you know, could, could net you guys some, some respect in the underground and also, you know, some credits also help me out. Hey, got to have something in it for myself. Um, so she tells you about a job. She says there's a shipment of medical supplies en route to a hospital uh, near Mos Espa. But that's, that's the story of it. What really is going down is Bib Fortuna has a shipment coming in that's going to be, that's coming into Mos Espa that he is transporting off like outside of the city and eventually to his compound. Um, there are a couple of crews that already have eyes on this job, but because Bib Fortuna is, you know, he's not the most powerful, uh, you know, boss out there. Uh, people have been, have been hitting his shipments pretty regularly. So he started to to have decoy ships come in. He started to, to kind of disguise his shipments a little bit. So that gives you guys an opportunity to potentially move in on this while other crews are also trying to figure out what's going on. Um, as far as I know, the the shipment has medical supplies in it along with some other stuff that, that I don't really have a read on. I don't think anybody really has a read on right now. Um, I will, I have a contact in Mos Espa. I can set you guys up with a couple of speeders and I can set you guys up with somebody who can give you more information on this job once you get there. All I know right up front is it's supply run. The ship's going to be landing at the Mos Eisley spaceport and then the shipment will be leaving the city. Um, what you, how you guys want to approach this, it's up to you. But this is an opportunity to, you know, make a bit of a name for yourself in the underground because you'll have scammed Bib Fortuna. I mean, again, not the most intimidating boss, but he is a boss. Um, get yourself some supplies, grease my palm a little bit, and then we can, you know, we may be able to find yourself, find you guys some business after that. You know, bigger scores off planet. Lots of opportunity once you get a name for yourself. Well, that could be, you know. Rayla, I was going to say, I can speak for Cert and I. This is what we do. We're scoundrels. We want to be the best. But I don't know about Zavu. This guy's just tagging along. He may want to break off at this point. They could get so us. Rayla kind of looks over at you, Zavu, and she says to you, I know this work may not be right up your alley, but I will say this, some of these supplies that are coming in, these medical supplies, 
Fortuna has a way about him of, of hoarding and stashing and not really, uh, you know, being a, a, a gracious leader, you could say. Um, some of these medical supplies that are, that are, uh, that you guys, you know, would be going after are definitely going to go to some of the medical facilities that are in the area. Like there are people mm -hmm. that are in need here and Hey, I'm not giving them to them for free. Got to make my money, but they will be going to a place where they can be used by, uh, you know, some of the, the, the populace of tattooing. Oh, you're, you're muted, Zavu. You're muted. <laughs> Your comms are muted. That's all well and good. But I'm basically going along with this as a means to an end. You seem like a person who knows some people. Have you ever heard of a man named Singe Tannis? She sits and thinks for a while. She says, I know... Is this, she kind of like looks, looks, is this the force user? This guy can use. He fancies himself as a Jedi master. I've, I've, He's I've not. heard of this. I've heard somebody like him passing through. Um, he was here. He was here. Um, didn't really rub elbows with me, but he definitely made some noise in the underground. Um, he has some contact with the Black Sun, for sure. Um, so when you guys rolled in on the ship that you came in on, that's you know why I flagged it immediately. I I didn't want you all to get caught up in something that's clearly way over your head. But it seems like this Singe Tannis guy might be involved in some way with Black Sun activity. Even more reason for me to be involved with this, then. All right, Rayla. It sounds like you got right. the team. All right. Well, I got a guy. His name is Loza. He's going to be waiting for you at the most isolate or at the most Espa Cantina, and then from there, he will give you all the information that you need to take on this job. So you guys are uh, Rayla. Also says that she has a couple of speeders waiting for you guys um, outside of the most Eisley Cantina. So she's got a couple over there that you guys can use. You also have the one that's on your ship that you can take out of the docking bay and use as a transport uh, means to go to the most Espa spaceport. And uh, from there, you can get more information on your next mission. Now, I know we're at... Uh, you know, outside of game, we're at around seven o'clock Eastern time. So I will leave it up to you guys. We can stop here and then pick up uh, on your new mission on the next session, or we can push for, uh, forward a little further. That's up to you guys. I think it's a perfect time to. Yeah. Let's let's end it. it. I, I like just I like the nice little one mission episodes. Yeah, it's like if we finished a chapter and we'll start the, yeah. the next chapter next one. Well, there you go. You guys nice. have successfully. Uh, defended your ship from. Do we get any XP this time? Uh, so the way that I'm handling XP is like I'll just tell you guys when you level. Okay, up. all right. Like when you hit level three, I'll, I'll let you guys Fair know, enough. and you can do the full level Fair three. Enough. So we haven't reached um, level three. No, 
Not level three yet. Still low level, life yeah, y'all are getting close though. Y'all are definitely getting close. Um, <laughs> y'all are definitely getting close. We did pretty good. Um, it's time. Yeah, so you guys defended your ship. You guys brought it back to the spaceport. You guys got yourself some credits. Named your sh- you're now the crew of the Bandit Three. Bandit How does three? that feel? It's awesome. Feels great. I mean, a- anytime awesome. I can awesome. kill something during an episode, I'm good. So I feel happy and satisfied. Well, there we go. So you guys, <laughs> now you you're also gonna have a a, a dope ass ride, Matt right. Black, with some three red stripes. Racing Let's stripes. go. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, we're Three becoming more and more of a trio. Dabu's got himself right. a bunch of grenades yeah. Yeah. and mines Drugs. and breaching charges. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and more importantly, credits. Credits. <laughs> he's, got, he's got some credits. He was running a little bit low. And you have yourself some information on your quarry. I like yep. it. I like yeah. know that he was here. And you may be able cool. to get some more information on this next leg of your mission here on Tatooine. Right. Sweet. So thank you guys. Right. I hope you cool. enjoyed the session. Thank you all for playing. Thank everybody who's watching for, for watching. I hope that you guys have been enjoying the show so far. Um, and we will see you on the next episode of Star Wars Time Show Scoundrels of the New Republic. Woo woo. Bye bye.